Okay, recording in progress, and we are now on the Brahos of Bays on the Bays. And in the last class, we saw this heavy brisa, five opinions on when one begins to in the evening. And those five opinions, some of those opinions reflected opinions that we saw earlier in the Mishnah and in the earlier Brysas. We're doing here is we're fleshing out of the full range of all of the opinions, and there are quite a few. So what we're going to do today, I'm going to reread that rice that we saw last time, and now can and then continue to a discussion that took place in the middle of the rice. Because the rice interrupted itself to you know, to reveal a, a disagreement or a this is the price. About 20 lines from the bottom of the Yama. Name aside the feeling of Shema Ha'arvin. From when do we begin to read the Shema and at night? The first opinion goes to Rabbi which is from the time that on what we would call Friday, the day becomes holy, which is the beginning of Shabbos. at the time was to go to the mikvah as soon as as late as possible before the time that the darkness of the day would then complete the process. And I'm guessing, I wish Tosas had time to go to the mikvah, 
but he does not. That the practice must have been that you didn't want to risk becoming something again over the course of the day and have to go again. Since I'm only allowed to eat the truma at night anyway, let me go as soon as possible so that I can live a carefree day without worrying about uh, becoming chummy. But Rabbi Yehuda's question is uh, is a fair one on the other end of it, which is that when the Kohanim are going, that's clearly before the phrase of the Torah, Uba Hashem which means, for a view to say, that should be too early to say Shema. So how can he say that that is a good time to say Shema? It's still daytime. Now, that's what I want to focus on today. But let's finish the Brisa. We saw that opinion earlier. From the time of the poor man, go see this bread with salt. From the time that the majority of people go and enter their homes to sit down and end it. Well, no. What the right now with the Raisa, what the Gemara is going to clarify here is that you see very clearly from this Raisa what you did not see clearly from the other individual Raisas that a Kohen is one thing, a regular person is another, and a poor person is a third. There's no way of making this all into two. They can't afford the candle, and they so that even though they might be coming home late, their meal is shorter, right? Right. So Omar to Ani the Kohen Chadshu. He Omar to sorry Ani the Kohen Chadshu. Rav Chanina Hainor Yeshua. If you want to equate, that's the right word here. The poor person and the Kohen, when he said that that's really the same time, that would not fit this brayso. Because that would have Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Yeshua saying the same thing. Rabbi Yeshua is the Kohen opinion, and he expresses it in terms of the Kohen schedule, and Rabbi Hanina expresses it in terms of being the poor person schedule. But they are disagreeing with each other, is the point. Therefore, the poor person and the Kohen are not having their dinner at the same time. Bottom line, conclusion here, inescapable conclusion is that it is two different times. Which one is later? The Gemara's approach is that it must be that the poor person is saying Shema, is eating dinner later. Because if you put the poor person, his eating as being before the Kohen, then her then you would have the poor person be the same time as Rabbi Lezer, which is what we call Shia, meaning when Shabbos, when Shabbos begins. And you can't have that. You can't have two people saying the same thing. So it must mean that it's later. And I theorized back in the Shia a few Shiurim ago that what I think that it means it's later is that a poor person is trying to get every penny he can, you know, whether it's plastic, all that kind of thing, and 
even though he starts latest, telling of the story here, his meal is the shortest. <laughs> right, because first of all, he doesn't want it to get dark, and then he won't be able to see anything. He doesn't have a light. And also, I'll just point out, yeah, let's, <laughs> how much is this? Yeah, he doesn't have a six-course meal. It's a piece of bed, and he got some, he got some salt. <laughs> right. So meaning on this fine line over here, the poor person is um, now I want to do this piece. This is today's Amar Mar. The Gemara now wants to reveal this little interjection that took place in the Omar Lay Rabihuda. Rabihuda challenged her mayor because Rameyer's opinion seemed to be the earliest. Is that it's from the Sahara in order to eat from So Rabbi Yehuda said, Aren't the Kohanim going to the mikvah when it's still daytime? So the Gemara says, Shafir Kamar like Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabbi Mayor. This is a good point. Well said. Good gazak, as we say. Meaning, this sounds like a solid. Uh, retort here, meaning Rabbi Mayer, what do you have to say to that? The Brysa did not leave Rabbi Mayer's space to answer back. They just leave it at that. Like, oh, Rabbi Mayer's trying to slam down by Rabbi comments. Good point. So the Gemara now is going to offer an explanation behind Rabbi Mayer. The mayor is now going to tell Rabihuda what he thinks. I don't think this language of the Gemara is that Rabihuda is talking to Rabihuda. This is the Gemara offering an explanation on behalf of Rabihuda. So, this is what Rabihuda would answer back to. He do you think that Anak Dana Amina, that I, I'm of the opinion of your Bain Hashmashos. I'm not a Bain Hashmashos. I mean, I have a different Bain Hashmashos. It is the Bain Hashmashos of Rabbi Yossi. <coughs> what does Rabbi Yossi say? And after you see Rabbi Yossi, I'm going to go back and understand what Rabbi Yossi is Because we haven't even explored that point yet. Because I think in America, when we hear this expression, whether you realize it or not, we all have a sense of a management. Which is, I'm not blaming America for this. I'm saying Jewish communities in America, certainly after the war, but even before, have adopted a general position of the definition of management. And there are many rabbis going back to the time of the Gemara that disagree with what that means. And that's what we're going to see today. Let's just look at that last line of the Gemara first. The Omar Rabbi Yossi ben Bain Hashmoshos Keherev Ayin. Bain Hashmoshos is like the blink of an eye. What does that mean? This one comes in, this one leaves. The Eshar Lamot Allah. And it's impossible to stand on it. A person says, What's Bain Hashmoshos? Here it is. It's gone. It's already the next day. Two years 
So what that is, so here we go. So then we'll review a little bit. This could really take years. What I mean is I, a person could give a share. There's somebody in this room that I argue about the concept of being much more all the time. Whatever time we talk and learning is about this issue of being we all know that in between it's Friday, it's Friday, it's Friday, it's Friday. Venus is starting, so the day is over. But it's still in between. Right? What do we call that? Dust in twilight, maybe in English. And then time, time, time. It's now certainly shot. That's why the whole discussion we the shot is 25 hours long. And that 24 hours long is because of this idea of a Hashmash. Okay? Now, we are familiar with the opinion, Ricky, that you just said, which is that Bain Hashmash is a time period that starts at sunset and that ends at Tezakopada. Right? Now, whatever Tezakopada is, that's what, uh, that's what it is. According to another Gemaras, not believe which is this one right now, there is another Gemara in Sakim that deals with this as well. Vena does not begin at something or astronomical something. Meaning, according to that view, Vena begins at some point after something. Meaning, even after the sun is it is still light outside. And we all know this. People can function outside for some amount of time after some. Right? It's clear the sun has set. Astronomically, nautical sun. The sun is gone, but it's still quite bright. According to this opinion, it is still young. It is still dead. When then the city of heaven. So this is the point that people are more familiar with, which is more agreement on, which is when three stars come out. The question is, and this is quite complicated, I don't know if you've ever tried it. I tried it once or twice, and it wasn't easy at all. We are all familiar with the idea that there are three stars. When there are three stars out, that means which point that is facing Now, which which are you facing? Which are you facing? This is a good shot But I'll tell you what's even harder to figure out. Let's say it's the whole sky. Right? No difference between West and East. Obviously, you will see three stars in the East sooner. Sooner. The sun is set in the West. So if the sun is set in the West, that means it's brightest in the West. Right? Because that's from the sun. The red, the rays of the sun are so clear. You now at night, meaning at sunset, turn towards the east. It's darker. Same thing in the morning, by the way, in reverse. In the morning, if you look at the east, I mean before the sun is risen. The east is just has a brighter sky than the west does. So now here's the question. Three stars is Sefakotada. Anything less than three stars is Ben Hashanah. There is a Gemara Shabbos 
that says that the distinction between it being one day and being that day, whether I mean Wednesday and Thursday or Friday or Shabbos, has nothing to do with the sun, it has to do with the stars. Meaning, how many stars are visible? So, according to this opinion in the Sefer Shabbos, I'm sorry, I don't have a quote with me right now, but I do remember learning. It's not here in Brachos, though. The Gemara's language, and this is one of the expressions that's used, if you can see one star, it's still daytime. If you see two stars, it's been Hashanah. If you see three stars, that's Tetakopah. It's not highlighted. Now, you tell me when two stars were visible and when that third star became visible. That is what Rabbi Meir over here. That's what he calls Terech Are you going to catch that star? You know, you're looking up and you're like, okay, I see the star, then it's the third one. You know, where your, your eye can't be on the sky at all times to catch that star. So between the first star appearing, it's already after sunset, or we call sunset, and the third star appearing, Night by night, visibility for visibility, that's not something that's certain at all. Therefore, it's not 13 minutes, it's not nine minutes. It could be the matter of a snap of the fingers, and all of a sudden you have the second and then a third star appear. But according to Rabbi Mayer, you're allowed to go to the mikvah until then. And you don't call that Ubah Hashemesh. That third star has appeared. And this is something that Rabbi Yehuda didn't hold. This was not this was not his view. Take a quick look now at that last rock on the page, and I'll show you here. Bain has talked to the Rabbi Yehuda. The Bain has talked to Rabbi Yehuda. Mahalat Nasi Neil is named Seisakovavim. Is the amount of time it takes to walk half of a mil before Tesakopadim. Notice that even here, Rabbi Yehuda is not invoking sunset. He's not mentioning sunset. Simply, the stars come out, you have half a mil before that is when Ben Hashemesh will come out. How long does it take to walk a mil? He's Roman So there are five minutes. So whether it's 18 minutes or 24 minutes. So if it's 18 minutes, I mean nine minutes before Tesakopadim is when Benashvara comes. Or it's 12 minutes because you right? So he says you have nine minutes before Tesakopadim. Uda Rabiosi, however, Rabiosi's view. Interestingly, unlike the way we think nowadays when you look it up on a chart, everybody knows when sunset is. And we're just thinking, how many minutes after sunset, before shots is over, before the taps is over, before the music is over, all of those things. We find it much easier to think about sunset. For some reason, they were not thinking of sunset as their anchor. It was when the stars come out and then they work backwards. 
So they didn't have watches. How you would have thought that they had their eyes, much easier to see when the sun sets than to count how many stars there are in the sky. Depending on time of year is also a big deal. Very good. Right. Right now we're talking Aris Yisrael, yes. But whatever it is, it's the same thing. We think 42, 48, we're not taking 9 or 12. Yes. If you've been to Israel, you will notice that this is the case. In fact, in Yerushalayim, until the more modern era, meaning when the new people were coming into Yerushalayim after the war, at the beginning of the state, the tithes that were written, that were given out for the community in Yerushalayim who were from people, whether the from Sparman or the Talmudim of the Balshantum or the Talmudim of the Balshantum. So, no one's questioning how pious they are. They were waiting until a full meal, full month. The practice seems to have been at the time 24 million in Yerushalayim. The Hazarish, who was known as a big frummy, was strict to say after he could And if you look at most of the modern day calendars in Israel today, where they list what time Shabbos is over, like just in your regular, whether the newspapers or the, uh, the, the paper calendars that they have, somewhere around the 30 Which is just very interesting because it's very different here in North America. The earliest time of mind in modern congregation is 42 minutes for Shabbos, right? So over here, just pointing out, he's talking half a mile. But that's nine or twelve minutes after what? Remember, Rashi has not mentioned sunset. So it's nine or twelve minutes after Ben Hashmasha. What's Ben Hashmasha? Something that starts after sunset. When it is already dark. When there is already one star in the sky. So here he says, He taught them when is the Kohen going to the mikvah? Before this, some of the very close to dark, and it's dark enough. Rashi's not attending. They can call that sleep time because already, the sun has set already. It's already quite it's already quite dark. Quite dark, but dark enough that people are already going to school. Like I said, if you have to ask someone, what is sunset? You give them a sign. I would say So if you say sunset is at 9 p.m. When does it start for that? You say, well, it's for shots? No, I'm just saying, you tell me, when do you count three stars? So let's put to the side the fact that our sensibility now is very poor as to when the stars now, because it's so quite a pollution that exists in all of the major cities. So it's very hard to tell when stars come out. 
say you went somewhere where there was this, you didn't see the glare from the hammer or anything. You just went somewhere. Out, right, not too far. You know, try to stay in the Cleveland area, but you stay away from the light. So the point is, you would have to cross three distinct times. Everyone knows what the sunset is. And now tell me, just look up at the sky in any direction, or set four people facing away from you. Who's going to catch? Tell each person just to look at his quadrant of the sky when he and to yell out, Star, star, star. That amount of time between the second star and the third star is that day And that is the time before the second star comes out. That is when Rabbi Meir is Okay? So now, this is not how we think of it. I want to tell you, though, why this is not how we think of it. And it is because of, and Rama mentions this, and Dylan Bone mentions this, and then later, the Balatanya mentions this as well. This has become the conventional opinion that we all hold of now, at least when it comes to which is the opinion of the Gaonim. The Gaonim, these were the rabbis that were between the time of the Gemara and the Rishon. They did not publish a lot. They were not major publishers the way the Rishonim were. However, they released opinions. We spoke about this on Shabbos when there was a, uh, an opinion when somebody asked them to answer a Shiloh. And the Gaonim came to the conclusion, whether their conclusion is based or because they wanted to avoid doubt, which is also possible, they made a ruling that we should all consider Ben Hashemites as beginning at sunset. And that is what you and I and everyone in America is familiar with. Sunset starts Ben Hashemites. Sunset starts Mia, according to all definitions, Ben Hashemites. This is when Shabbos starts. However, there were many Rishonim, including Rashi, by the way, who makes it pretty clear in the way that he's reading this Gemara. And even, even this is even the opinion of Shulchan interestingly enough, that Ben starts later, which means that even Shabbos starts later. Who holds of this opinion nowadays? When it comes to Shabbos, nobody holds of this. You're simply too worried about the possibility of being the Chalatana. And this opinion of the Gaonim is very solidified. However, if you have ever wondered why is it sometimes you see people dominating after sunset, this is why. People say, oh, it's both Hasidim. But it's not fair to blame Hasidim for this. It is not the Hasidim who decided to dominate after sunset. The Hasidim will tell you, look it up in Shulchan Aruch. Look it up according to the Shemakha. You are allowed to consider that day until the Nishmashas. Which means, okay, at least according to Yossi over here, until right before Tesach HaKavim. Or at least until 9 minutes before Tesach HaKavim. Or if you want to say half of a mile, there's another opinion that says three quarters of a mile. Which would mean maybe 13 minutes, but before Tisak Ophavim. 
When it tastes like a father, which is not talking about but it's talking about how far away you have to be from before paper that you would be allowed to bring those paper right if you were out of your July. That Kamara says five mil after sunset four what do you mean five miles after sunset is patient of us. So let's wrap in because it's four miles. Four miles is 72 72 minutes after sunset is when the star comes out. That's a very popular one. You have 72 minutes. So if you have 72 minutes, now work out your half a mile before this stuff up in there. 12 minutes. 12 minutes before That's why you have people to this day, it's been limited to the world. You know, it's the opinion of Remain the Tom. Remain the Tom was a There's a lot more to be said about this because people have asked over the years, where do all the different opinions that we're familiar with now, where do all of those come from? That's, those are all separate discussions. But at the very least, we have this, which is a new definition of Venus that thankfully we don't use anymore. Why do I say thankfully? They are valid opinions. But the thing is, in today's day and age, and this unfolds was an agreement. I've never heard official word about this, nor did I see documentation about this. But I've heard many people comment about this, that they claim that there was a conversation that took place between Rav Aaron Kutler and the Satmar Rebbe back immediately after World War II. When Satmar moved to the United States, the Rav Aaron and Satmar came to an agreement that the Satmar would instruct his Hasidim that they, nobody should do Malafa after sunset on Shabbos. Because in Europe, they did. Because they said, Benesh Mashas has been starting. Benesh Mashas has been starting for at least another half hour. They would still be doing Malafa. But they would be ending Shabbos at 72 minutes after sunset. On the other hand, regarding Kuffler, they would have Shabbos earlier. 
but they would end it early. So they came to a new, they came to a compromise. Rabbi said that in Lakewood, they would wait for 70 for coming out of Shabbos. And Sabarov said his procedure would be, would start at sunset. That's why this has become a common opinion uh, in many places. That this doesn't obligate all the other communities that are neither Lakewood nor Sadr. We're not even talking about the 18 minutes. Excellent point. That's right. We are not even dealing with what everyone calls the 18 minutes. That's right. So anyway, I just wanted to shed light on, on that point. There's a lot more to be said, but I'll ju I'm just saying this in the interest of uh, Abbas Yisrael, <laughs> that, that people should know this, okay? <laughs>